Welcome to another episode of the Powerless to Powerful Recovery podcast. My name is Jason. I'm an alcoholic and an addict. As always, I want to remind everyone that our mission is to share experience, strength, and hope across multiple media platforms. The story of addiction in the road to recovery. We are not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous or any other 12-step-based organizations or groups in any way. Today's episode, we're going to be exploring Step 6 and Step 7, found the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page 76. You know, it's real easy to overlook these two steps. One's a paragraph and one's a prayer. And now I'm on 8 and 9. Anyone who knows me long enough knows that it's important for me to always make sure that you understand what the step means, why the principle is so important, and how to apply it. Because the power from this book, the power from the step work, the power from that knowledge comes from the application of it. It just does. And so that's why it's so important. So that's what we're going to be exploring today. So the very first line of page 76 says, if we can answer to our satisfaction, what does that mean? What are we answering to our satisfaction? So in order for me to understand that, I want to back up to page 75. It says, returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from our shelves, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps, carefully reading the first five proposals. Those are the first five steps. We asked if we've omitted anything, for we're building an arch which we shall walk a free man. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped in the cement put in the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? So it's important for me to understand if I'm on step six, that means I just did a fifth step. In order for me to truly move on to six and grasp it and understand it and be able to apply that seven steps, that seven step prayer, I have to go back through everything I've done so far. So I start with step one. I start to really look at the powerlessness of my addiction. You know, I fully conceded to my innermost self in step one. And I started to look at that and what that meant. The powerless is the internal struggle that I have. The unmanageable is the external struggle. So it's important for me to really look at some experiences, to really drive it home. What does that look like for me? Once I start, I can't stop. No matter how much I could wish it, no matter how much I want to stop, I just can't not not use. The baffling feature of addiction, the utter inability to leave it alone, no matter how great the necessity or the wish, that's powerless. And then I start to look at the, the, oh man, the external things, the unmanageabilities, the finances, the health, the relationships. I start to understand that. It's getting worse, never better. It's progressive and self-knowledge won't fix it. I'm insane with the insanity that goes on with it and I need help. Do I want to add anything to that to really drive that home? Did I fully concede in step one? Can I do it now if I haven't? I got to go back and I got to look at it. Then I got to go to step two and I start to understand that in step two, when I first got to that step, it was just about believing in a higher power, identifying just a label if I could. And also listing some morals, some values, some spiritual characteristics that are important to me. If I was to describe you, my higher power, it's everything that I'm not at that point. I need to channel that power for strength. When I make that decision in step three, I need to identify that in step two so I know how to apply it. So I got to go back. Because just like our disease is progressive, so is recovery, so is spirituality. So by this point, maybe it's evolved. Maybe there's been some evolution. Constant, never-ending growth. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Those are the four areas that I have to find a way to engage on a day-to-day basis in order to grow to become a better version of myself on a day-to-day basis. And that's what it looks like for me. 
So if I've been vigorously working this program, if I've been suiting up and I've been showing up, if I've been getting my feet moving every single day, then my spiritual belief that was in step two in the beginning when I got there, it might have evolved. It should have evolved. Everybody's different. So do I want to add anything? Do I want to add any other spiritual characteristics to be loving, to be sober, to be tolerant, to be forgiving, to be understanding, to be committed, to be selfless? Do I want to add more morals and values, the things that are important to me that I want my actions to reflect in? In my addiction, they just didn't reflect them, but I still had love for the people in my life. But my actions showed the opposite, and that fueled my addiction because I hated that. I hated the person I had become. I don't live that way today, and it's a blessing. So do I want to add anything to that step two? Then it's important to find that step three connection again. If you've lost it, man, go back to it. Do the third step prayer. Find a quiet place. Because when you sincerely take such a position, all sorts of remarkable things follow. Being all powerful, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him, performed his work well. That's in the third step. I got a new employer and that's God. I've established how to apply it in two. And I'm making a decision in step three to let my actions reflect it. I got to go reaffirm that third step decision. I got to say that prayer daily, multiple times a day. I got to stay the course. And most importantly, it's the four and five. Because remember, nothing counted but thoroughness and honesty. I got to be thorough and I got to be honest. My sponsor asked me before I started a four step. He said, how free do you want to be? How free do you want to be? And I said, man, I want to be as free as I could possibly be. He said, don't take any chances. Write everything down. I don't care if you feel like you've gotten over the resentment or you feel like you're over that fear or you feel like that relationship's dead and gone. It's not holding power and you don't need to look at it. If you want to be as free as you can be, then you need to put it down. And that's what I did. And today, man, I'm free. So I got to go back through these resentments. I got to go back through these fears. I got to go back through the sex inventory and look at these relationships in my life. I wish it was as simple as working a four step and then I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't have any more resentments ever in my life. I wouldn't have any more fears in my life and all my relationships would be amazing at all times. But that's not the case because I'm human. I'm going to fail. So by this time, maybe there's new fears. Maybe there's new resentments. Maybe there's new relationship issues. So I have to go back and I have to work to step through and I have to put it down. I can't leave any stone unturned. I just can't do it. I'm not willing to take a chance with my life anymore. The pain of that last run that I went on was so great. I could remember it like it was yesterday and I wouldn't go back to it even if I could, not even a little bit. But if I truly want to work a six step, I got to make sure that foundation is right. One crack will throw it all off. So I got to go back and look through it. I got to work the resentments through it. I got to look at my part. I got to look at how it affected me. I got to look at the who and the why. I got to go back through the fears. I got to look at why this fear has such a hold over me because self-sufficiency most likely will feed right into it. And that's how I handle everything on self-will. But I'm living on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying upon God, God's sufficiency. So I need to work through that fear. The opposite of fear is faith. I got to go back to the relationships. I got to make sure I didn't leave anything out. I got to make sure I really understand the four step gives me the clear cut game plan of exactly what I need to change. If I'm not putting it all down there, I might be missing something. And then I've tried to make mortar without sand, and I don't want to do that. So I go back to the fourth step, the fourth proposal. And then ultimately back to the fifth step. You know, the principle associated with the fifth step is integrity. 
Doing the next right thing even if no one would know if you didn't. If I'm your sponsor and we sit down and do a fist step and you tell me that's everything, that's your deepest, darkest things, that's everything that causes you that guilt, that shame, that embarrassment, that remorse, that regret, the perfect combination, the perfect storm of what my addiction needs, and I turn to drugs again, don't think, don't feel, don't care. You know, it says in the fifth step, having persevered with the rest of the program, they wonder why they fell. They never completed their house cleaning. They took inventory, all right but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. And only you know that. Are you holding on to the worst items in stock? Before you do this sixth step, you need to make sure that you don't have anything in there because when you fall later on, it's going to be because you never completed your house cleaning. You need to have integrity to hold yourself accountable to make sure that you bring those things from the dark to the light and you take the power out of them. So after going back and taking that time and going through one, two, three, four, and five, and really looking at it, really driving it home and really understanding and making sure you've been as thorough and as honest as you can possibly be because you want to be as free as you can be, if and only if you've done that, then you're ready to do a sixth step. So when it says if we can answer to our satisfaction, then we're at step six. The principle associated with the sixth step is willingness. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we've admitted are objectionable? Can he take them all, every one? If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us to be willing. And that's the sixth step. It's one paragraph. It's easy to read, but what does it mean? How do you apply it? The sixth step is all about willingness and taking the power out, taking the power back. I'm not powerless anymore. I'm powerful today because I suit up and show up and I made a connection to God and I get my feet moving every single day. Everything in the fourth and the fifth step doesn't hold power over me and I have to channel my higher power in step six to let those things go, create a new identity. I got to take the power back. I'm removing the objectionable. All those things that I've held on to in four and five, the causes of my condition, I have to let go of those things. You know, we talk about the character defects, right? The reason why those character defects are so hard to let go of because at some point I had a value attachment to it. There was value behind it. When I lied to my to my wife, when I lied to my mom and it worked, now I had a positive attachment to it. And when I did it again and it worked again, now that attachment's deeper. And it worked for a period of time. These character defects did work for me, for my selfish behaviors, to fuel my addiction. They worked until they didn't. So now... I got to remove those attachments and I have to do that by having God's help. Just like with my addiction, I like to attach to the times in my addiction when it was fun and maybe I had a sense of I can control it, maybe a sense of enjoyment. That was high school. I'll be 39 in a few days. That ship has sailed. But this thing's cunning and I'll attach to those times and those are the only ones that I remember. Same thing with the character defects. I'll have, I attached to them when they had value and when they worked. And that ship sailed many, many, many years ago for me. So I have to be willing to let those things go. Anyone who works with me, the homework that I always have them do is I have them write a character asset and a character defects list out. I have them create their identity of who they are right now in this moment. Because in the seven-step prayer, they're going to give God all of them, good and bad. So what's that look like? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to list out the character defects. We've already listed them in the four and five. My part in all the resentments. My part in the sexual relationships. My part in how I handle my fears and the self-sufficiency. It's all right there in black and white. So now I'm going to make a list of those character defects. 
but I don't want to forget to appreciate the assets that I have because today I have character assets. And day one, when I walked into my first meeting, there wasn't an asset in my identity, not even one. But today I have many and I can appreciate that. And I could, man, I got to appreciate the wins. So we establish the identity. Then we take that character defect list and we write the opposite of that defect, which is an asset. So now I know when I'm gaining this awareness through this program, that's what I gain. When I'm aware, I'm responsible and I understand that now. So when I feel myself slipping into a character defect or my mind starts to attach in a defect, now I know what my part is. Now I know what the asset is. I got to get connected to God's will. Ultimately, that's what it is for me to live in character asset to pack some things in the stream of life, to be positive, to be of service, to be selfless, to help others. I got to get connected. So that's what I'm doing in step six. I'm being willing to continue to put the work in. I'm being willing to let the past be dead and gone, to create a new identity, to remove from it, to remove the objectionable, to let go of these value attachments that they work, these character defects, to let those things go. And I got to appreciate my assets and know that there's still more work to do because I'm never going to be perfect and I'm human. I have character defects. I still have them today. I just try not to operate in them. And when I do, I clean it up immediately. But it's easier said than done sometimes. (laughs) That's step six. Now you understand what that paragraph has so much power behind it. Understand what that really means. Got to be willing. And after I'm able to do that, then when I get to the seven-step prayer, I could truly grasp and understand what the seven-step prayer means. And here it is, when we're, when we're ready. My creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out here to do your bidding. Amen. The principle associated with the seventh step is humility. I'm not perfect. And just because I'm on step seven doesn't mean I've done some things yet. Can't let ego creep back in. I got to remain humble. I got to remain teachable. I got to remain coachable. And I got to understand that I still got a lot of work to do. The seventh step prayer is a continuation of my experience of the third step. I'm reaffirming that third step decision to let my turn my will and my life over to God. To make sure that my thoughts are on him and my actions reflect that belief. And my belief in my higher power in step two didn't have one character defect in it. And if you notice at the end of the seven step prayer, you see amen. You don't see that after the third step prayer. It's the completion, the seven step prayer, reaffirming my third step decision. Here you go, God, you got all of me, my creator. Here I am, good and bad. I've, I, I got it on paper. This is who I am. Now I know. Help me. Remove these character defects from me because these character defects stand in the way of my usefulness to you. My very life depends upon the constant thought of others and how I may help meet their needs. Spiritual principles will solve all my problems. I got to maintain this connection to you and these character defects stand in the way. Give me the strength. Help me remove these attachments. Remove the objectionable. Take the power out. And when I'm able to do that, I could be more useful to you and my fellows. Give me the strength as I go out here to do your work, to do your bidding. It's so powerful. That's what the six step and seven step looks like. Just like anything in the program, the power comes from the application of this knowledge. I got to know how to apply it. I got to know what it means. I got to do it long enough to understand that it works. Consistency creates habits. I form an identity. I remove the obsession to want to change the way I feel. Just like anything we do in this program, it takes action. And it always comes down to this. How free do you want to be? Today, man, I'm free.